You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin, and what a week it's been, just quietly. I guess we started the week with the redemption of Barnaby Joyce and uh, the, the firebrand faction of the National Parties is back in charge. It's going to cause a lot of trouble down the track for Morrison, but it's going to cause even more trouble for Albo. So that's an interesting start of the week. But of course, we finish from the redemption of Barnaby Joyce. We finish with the humiliation of Sydney as they go into what looks and sounds and barks like a lockdown, but no one's calling it that. They're calling it a stay-at-home order for four uh, major, highly populated councils in the uh, in the eastern suburbs and centre of the harbour capital, encompassing up to one million people have been told to not leave the house unless they're caregivers or they have to work uh, outside of their house. Uh, if you can work from home in Sydney, you're being urged to. My name's Clancy Overlater, the Batuta Advocate. I'm joined today by Wendell Hussey, the newsreader, as we said earlier in the week. He's out of the clink, he's out of trouble, he's all right. What is going on with you, Wendell? Well, Clancy, as I mentioned a couple of days ago, not allowed to publicly talk about that stuff that happened. My lawyers have said it's got to wait until after your the lawyer court being, case. Your lawyer being the solicitor who uh, works in an office above the laundromat two doors down from our newsroom. And uh, who happens to be your brother-in-law, Clancy. Yes, that is the very same one. Um, he's told me that, so that's good. And as you spoke about that lockdown, I wake up most days feeling pretty thankful that I'm a Western Queensland resident, but particularly so today as I... As we look down at what's going on down there. No Errol Parker today? No Errol Parker today. He's off um, seeing a man about a dog. He's down at the pub, actually. He's got a feeling that this lockdown's going to creep its way across the borders. There's a couple of cases in Queensland, so he's making the most of it. And he's getting on the terps right now. We couldn't stop him. That's about the size of it. Good on him. We will start off with that big political story. And the Deputy Prime Minister of Australia has told the country this week, I'm back, you cunts. And back he is, the twice-before leader of the Nationals and second in charge, Barnaby Joyce, has risen from the political ashes. And a true Phoenix story, this one. The member from England became the leader of the nation this week while the Prime Minister was in quarantine. In the space of about 45 minutes, Barnaby Joyce has gone from drunken backbencher to acting Prime Minister. It's all gone to plan. Yeah, after our Prime Minister's trip to bump elbows and get photos with other national leaders, Barnaby was left to run the show, and that is what he's done, as well as calling to change the Murray-Darling Basin plan because the Nationals said South Australia doesn't need fresh water from the river system. He's also introduced motions to have Blue Powerade recognised as a superior flavour of the drink and called for lowballing on Gumtree to be criminalised. Credit to the man, he's not wasting time. Robert Nielsen, one of our loyal readers, texted in the editor this week and he said, I was just thinking, is there a better proponent of conservative politics and Christian values than a bloke who cheated on his missus by rooting his staff? Hey, 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 cut that out. Now, Barnaby is the new king of the Nats and he celebrated like one earlier this week. The headline reads, Barnaby celebrates pay rise with mega meat lovers pizza and lava cake from Domino's. Yes, this is not actually a sponsored article. This is just a straight down the barrel order from the man. Barnaby Joyce said, uh, following a few celebratory schooners of rum and coke down in the capital, down at Mooseheads actually on the first night in the job, the firebrand politician decided to treat himself to his recommended daily intake of kilojoules for dinner alone. Mega meat lovers, large of course. And an oozing chocolatey dessert too. Thank you very much. No wonder he was pushing for that Powerade motion. 
Now staying in politics, Peter Dutton has learnt the hard way that you don't start fights in towns with an abattoir. Yes, an age-old proverb in Western Queensland, and there is no exception to the rule in Biloela. Although it's taken a few years, the human rights-violating former Home Affairs Minister and his war chest of nearly 100 million taxpayer dollars was finally knocked to the floor of Parliament House as the Biloela Tamil family were finally granted a temporary three-month visa to stay in Australia. Congratulations, Biloela. Yes, but as people have pointed out, it is only a three-month temporary visa. They have proven, though, that community that they won't be throwing in the towel on this one and will keep punching until the very end. Stay tuned and congratulations to the proud people of the Banana Shire. Some more local news. And an adult man has sacrificed 50% of his weekend for someone's child's first birthday party. This is written about Batuta Heights IT manager Reed Salmon, who is used to working 10-hour days, five days a week, so he can enjoy his coveted two-day weekend. However, this was ruined last weekend when he was forced to go to his girlfriend's niece's first birthday party. Yeah, not ideal. Obviously, the double whammy of the in-laws and the new parents made it even more teeth-clenching, he said. A lot of time spent on the toilet playing on his phone, apparently. However, Sam Phillips hit out at Reed saying it's only a couple of hours. This literally doesn't impact any weekend hobbies that don't require an entire day to do. How hard is it to sit on your phone for two or three hours while you eat fairy bread and party pies? Got a lot of likes for that one, Sam Phillips. Must be from New Parents. We're going to round out the week with the story that has rounded out the week. And Sydney's stay-at-home order basically just Gladys extending lockout laws to daytime hours. Yes, more than one million Sydney residents have been told to stay home in what the New South Wales Premier is refusing to call a lockdown. Four specific local council areas are affected by the new rules and no one seems to be complaining just yet. Well, the Victorians are complaining. The lockdown-obsessed state are demanding that New South Wales actually classify these new restrictions as a quote-unquote hard lockdown to make themselves feel better about their horrible pandemic management. Look, during this time of the year, we've got State of Origin happening. Uh, you know, we're, we're mid-season in the in the NRL competition. I don't usually like, uh, you know, praising New South Wales, but when it comes to praising New South Wales over Victoria, I certainly will, especially when it comes to this issue. And looks like the people of Sydney are just as unwilling as their premier is to call this a lockdown. So it just feels like they've extended the lockout laws into the daylight hours, which isn't that intrusive for a city that's used to being told what to do. Yeah, head straight down to the casino and those laws won't apply to you either. That's all we got time for this week. Enjoy your weekend, lockdown or free. We'll talk to you next time. All right.